Today's episode of Joystick and Mouse is brought to you by Secret Lab, the absolute best office and gaming chairs you could possibly hope for. I personally have a Secret Lab chair that I use every single day, and I can safely say that my back and my posture thank me for it. It's top quality engineering and design make this a must-have for any gamer out there who wants to sit comfortably and safely. You can check out the amazing lineup of high-quality gaming chairs and desks by heading over to secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Again, that's secretlab.joystickandmouse.com. Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse, video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the Gaming Community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay Dimes. What's going on, people? Gentlemen, it is good to see your faces. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, but there's uh, some very important things to talk about. A little bit of a shit storm happening. <laughs> Blizzard uh is more of a slushy mess these days netflix and kill is now a thing uh the boss of ea is clueless and we already knew that and the uh games that are stuck in development hell all talked about on this episode of joystick and mouse as well as a hold on wait for it wait for it everybody hold on wait i said wait everybody back there just needs to hold on we met our goal we met our charity goal Everybody, we met a charity goal. We are raising this month, uh, we're raising money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals um, through Extra Extra Life. And we uh, at first had a goal for $500. And I said, you know what? If we double that, I will play Alien Isolation, a game that I haven't been able to have the balls, the cojones to actually finish playing. And, uh, and you guys swooped in and said fuck you alex we're gonna make you play that game here is another five hundred dollars so now we're sitting at over a thousand dollars raised for charity and that is all because of you all so thank you very very much to everybody in the community for donating um i did in fact double it again and i've got to find a good uh something fun to do for if we hit two thousand dollars um if you have ideas, you can email joystickandmouse.gmail.com. I'm always happy to hear them. Uh, but again, thank you. Heartfelt thank you from from me just as a parent. And I know that these guys feel very passionately about this sort of thing, too, as well as many other folks in the community. So thank you very much. And if you're if you're at all interested in uh, in donating, we are going to be doing more events this week coming up Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm going to be playing games with Steve from uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades and The Gen, uh, both of which have been on this show before. We're playing Wrath tomorrow. We're playing uh, Sea of Thieves on Wednesday. Both games that like have sharks in them. And for some freaking reason, I decided, yeah, that's a great game to play. Not exactly happy with that idea, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Gonna, it's going to be for a good cause. Do it for the kids. Do it for Fair the kids. Cool. Um, yeah, so tune in for that right here. Twitch.tv slash Alex Alpisu. Uh, Diddy, talk to me about uh, toilet surgery. What, what does this mean? Oh, so uh, it's been about two years now. Uh, we had our master bathroom redone, and they put in a chair height toilet when they did it. And so all the other toilets in the house are the normal ones. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm switching the toilet out in the spare bedroom. And yeah, spare bedroom in the spare bathroom uh, to be the same because I don't know if you've ever had a chair height toilet, but they're much more comfortable. Yeah. And, Next time um, I come visit you, Don, I'm gonna request to take a seat on your toilet. Certainly, yeah, feel free. And then, <laughs> so, so I get in there and I tear the thing out, and I'm like, that floor is disgusting. Mm. I'm we're gonna put we're going to do it something temporary and put down thick, you know, self stick tiles, which turned into a freaking nightmare as they usually do. Yeah. You, you now, start these things and you're like, this will take 20 minutes. And then now yeah, I, I figured it wouldn't be that bad. You know, you peel them up, you stick them, you cut a few good to go. No. And then how easy do stick. those come back up when you want to put actual flooring down? Well, you're gonna have to tear, you're gonna have to tear it all up anyway. So there's linoleum underneath of it. Somebody put down stick tiles over the original linoleum. So I just put the stick down tiles over top of those tiles. Oh, your um, floor is pulling real it up thing. on uh, on. So when Facebook here for everybody to see the pictures. Yeah. So so when they, if if and when we ever get that bathroom redone, they'll just pull the whole thing up. Gotcha. All of it. Um. So the, yeah, the result looks great. It looked good, except they started to come up. Mm -hmm. Did they? Yeah, the adhesive doesn't stick real well, so we actually. Is it the humidity, like in your bathroom? Is that what does? No, it, I don't think so. I think I just. Think... Nah, peel and stick. Like we used peel and stick when Will's room flooded, because it's in the basement anyway. So it was just concrete underneath, and uh, underneath the carpet, and we put peel and stick in there and it is a little it's a little iffy like yeah they say what to do is to heat them heat them with a the hairdryer first and then stick them down i didn't do that at a time so we ended up going to get some adhesive <laughs> and got some oh wow some so, floor adhesive and stuck down the ones that were coming up does but, it is it is it fine now or oh my god yes those things are never going anywhere that's awesome oh so, now um, the floor adhesive on them no yeah, nope it, it worked good uh that bathroom is now in its state that'll last for a year or so until we can get around to to doing the um you know to have it renovated completely but yeah well okay so um glad, yeah, glad um, though that you're like on the other end of that because that's kind of a pain in the ass to deal with no it was sort what. of a pain in the ass it was um but it's it still worth it when you get of, that sort of stuff done you know yeah there's been a there's been a you house projects going on you know i told you guys about the uh the balusters that got changed out yeah and uh we did that i took uh, i took our, our um tv cabinet and i cut out the middle shelf and i stuck an electric fireplace in it so now our tv cabinet in the living room has a an electric fireplace in the middle of it not nice very nice that was pretty cool sweet i love it uh neon colton welcome to the show uh pineapple on pizza i think it's great i think it's great yes i don't hate pineapple on pizza i don't know it gets a really bad rap i don't know why but pineapple it's, right. it's okay it's great pineapple ham and like pepperoni yeah it's really good i yeah i'm not a big ham and pepperoni together i like i'm gonna give you something that's crazy y'all are gonna think i'm nuts but it's really good Pineapple, ham, and anchovies. Okay, listen. No. Okay. Okay. 
And Listen, it is it is beer time of year. Oh my I, god, I love this time of year. I got the idea from listening to like an episode of Joe Rogan, and he was <laughs> saying about, that that is it the that saltiness was his, from the salt. The, yeah, it's the sweet what? and saltiness that like that mix is really good. Like I wouldn't eat a whole pizza with anchovies on it, but like like a personal pan pizza or like a couple of slices mm. and you just add some anchovies to a few of them. I mean, I'll it's, do like it's, anchovies. It's in a, a lot better than you than you. I'm not. Yeah, I don't a, do anchovies. Um, I'll do anchovies in like a Caesar salad. That's fine, you know. But listen, but, if you like Caesar salad, like like real Caesar dressing has anchovies. Exactly, it. it's made with anchovies. Well, which yeah, is why it's made with paste. The anchovy paste. Yeah, yeah. anchovy paste is great. I have some of that. In I fridge. think it's fine. Like that sort of thing is fine. Pineapple, bacon, and jalapeno. That sounds pretty good, actually. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good, too. I need that. Uh, J-Dimes, right before this show started, you were talking about uh, great deals mm, happening mm. in the gaming space. And you know what? Uh, I just happened to find on Games Radar uh, Black Friday gaming deals in 2021. We are on the Thanksgiving uh, week here. And I think that it's worth sharing with, you know, Black Friday deals coming out. Uh, there, Here are a few that I found, J-Dimes, and I would love for you to fill in the gaps if there's anything else that you know. Amazon has uh, f over 50% of PS5 games and Razer accessories uh, are on sale. Best Buy has a price guarantee available and laptops from $119. Dell up to 30% off Alienware, XPS, and Inspiron gaming laptops. Walmart nintendo switch deals coming in and out of stock target has 25 percent off gaming tvs newegg has gaming monitors from 179 dollars microsoft has a get 30 percent off gaming headsets bnh photo gaming laptops available for from 619 dollars hp has a 72 hour flash sale now live you can save up to 400 dollars samsung has a uh, save up to $3,500 on an 8K and QLED gaming TV. And Verizon has discounts of $20 or more on controllers and headsets. Those are pretty freaking good deals. Like I don't, There are good deals out there. I don't normally see gaming deals that are like that good on, on Black Friday. Anything that I missed from your perspective, Tim? Um... I would just say that, like, if you go to Best Buy's website, Best Buy and Target are running very similar sales. They are, yeah. Um, if you have a preference at one store over the other, maybe you got a red card, so you get the extra 5%, or you're a rewards member at Best Buy, so you get certificates. True that. The more money you spend, keep in mind that most of these places will do price matching. Um, but just a couple of highlights... Uh, from Best Buy, Best Buy's got Far Cry 6 for $40. Dude, mm -hmm. that's great. Red so Dead Target. 2 is Target $20. Same thing. Uh, this year's Madden is $28. Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know that there are that many people that don't own Siege at this point if they want to own it, but it's 10 bucks for the Deluxe Edition, so you'll get some DLC. Uh, Cyberpunk, we're a year away, a year from, uh, or a little more than a year. No, no, almost a year. From Cyberpunk's release, uh, 20 bucks. Cyberpunk 27.7. Um, Back for Blood is 40 bucks. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians which is of the Galaxy, pretty new game, is $30. Half I was going to mention wow. that because I've been out looking for Xbox stuff the last couple of days. 
and we went to Best Buy because very thank thank you very much to Jay Dimes. I have a a shiny new uh, Halo Special Edition um, Xbox Series X. Um, it is really nice. Pretty actually, I won't play with the other. <laughs> One of the things I was doing was I was out looking for a controller because I didn't want to play with that Halo controller because it's so pretty. It's so nice. It's so pretty. <laughs> I didn't want to mess it up, so um, I went out and got a target had the new controller it was weird two of the colors were 50 bucks and that's usually a 70 dollars controller that was a great deal on those on those two controllers i think prices of controllers this generation is dumb the blue one and the white one i think were were um really inexpensive i got picked up the guardians of the galaxy game at best buy the other day um because that was such a good deal that's a great deal um yeah that was a really good deal and i've been itching to play that game so did you guys by the way uh before we jump into the news did you guys see uh the spider-man dlc for avengers and how like crappy no. that kind of looks i i, I no. I'm, I'm really like not a super pessimist when it comes to some of these like creative ideas and this idea of the avengers I'm but like surprised that they could it, even do that it well it, it only works on sony oh, it only works okay. on playstation no. but the but the gameplay he looks kind of like i don't know derpy like riding around on his webs and whatever and like he like, does like a rapid fire web thing as like his ranged attack and it just looks so robotic Oh, man, it just, it's so sad. Like, so much potential lost in that game. So much. But anyway, um, this is off. All this right. is, by the way, this is off the, the cuff and, and because it is Thanksgiving week. I wanted to actually uh, bring, I think it's, it's, this is healthy, right? Let's talk about something this past year that we are thankful for, uh, either about this show or I mean, it could be personal. It could be about this show. It's gonna. It could be about gaming or anything like that. I think that that might be a nice little gesture before we start talking about the news. So I want you guys to think about something just off the top of your head. For oh, I me, got it. For me, uh, I'm gonna say that I am super grateful for and, and thankful for this community that we've built all around uh like what all of us live here like this little cadence that we've been building over the past several months um you know playing games with the community building a community around community driven games and stuff and that has been so fulfilling for me over the past several months and uh doing things like hitting new milestones and goals for me personally as a streamer but then also doing this charity stuff this month has been super rad so uh i am thankful for that and i'm thankful to you guys uh my co-hosts of joystick and mouse for being with me on this journey because it's uh it's a lot of fun doing that uh who wants to go next i'll go next all right man i'm uh i'm thankful that uh both me and my family and for the most part you know like my larger surrounding circle um everyone stayed healthy yeah um you know we haven't had like you know we we've in my house we've had a couple scares where we thought maybe you know someone had gotten sick but um nobody has you know um if we did like we got us a mild case and didn't feel it but uh you know it while it has in some ways 
been a hardship to like be in the house uh so much like it's better than the alternative for a lot of folks so yeah true that yeah true that how about you diddy uh i was gonna say sort of what you did i've been really thankful for this show for you guys um and this outlet of the community and being able to interact with everybody because it's sort of kept me sort of sane this year you know it's the it's the raid teams and you guys and and all and all the people you know that that i sort of get you know to have my social circle because trust me it's been really tough and you know the anxiety kicks up to about 11 you know when i think about going out to a an event where there are a bunch of people yes sir and it's just it's tough so i really appreciate and am thankful for this uh for you guys and this show and the community at large so yeah, yeah i was sort of thinking the same thing that alex was very good well everybody at home we are thankful to you for being here and for listening to this show over the past 120 almost 130 episodes 127 right is that what we're on something like that what is 127 like that. yeah that's crazy uh, so, so thank you all for being here. And, and with that, that's a good segue for the news. It's time for the news. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to Blizzard, you remember that really tone-deaf email written by Fran Townsend that was sent right after the lawsuit was brought by the state of California, the one that Bobby Kotick uh, agreed was tone-deaf? Turns out that he should know he wrote it and then sent it out under her name. Um, oh. There is just so much wrong with this situation, uh, and it turns out that that whole equal pay thing was a bit of a farce. So, uh, Blizzard, you gotta do better. Uh, I don't know what is going on with you. Uh, why don't we talk about? Because it's it's a bit of a. Th this is kind of the more uh, the 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 older news at this point. Former Blizzard co lead Jen O'Neill said that she was offered equal pay contract only after resigning. From Blizzard, which she did. If you remember, Jen O'Neill and Mikey Barra were made co-leads of Blizzard after uh, the former president was uh, was not let go, but after he had left. Now, uh, Jen uh, has left the company to you know pursue um, some other opportunities that were uh, that, that we're going to allow her to make more change for equality in the gaming space. And she's joining some, some nonprofit boards and some other things that are going to help with that. Uh, but, but when they were first approaching, you know, Activision Blizzard kind of like at the higher level, they, uh, they both went and said that they want, you know, this to be pay equality. And it turned out that that wasn't what happened. Uh, they actually didn't end up getting uh, the same, amount of money uh mikey barra got paid more than jen o'neill and uh that left a pretty sour taste in jen's uh mouth i'm sure and ours uh hearing about this and has led to uh a lot of scrutiny against activision blizzard because they are you know saying one thing and doing another and this is kind of what we talked about where we as consumers and um fans of the work that they do have an opportunity to really keep them uh accountable for this so you know um that that really really stung um before we talk about the fran townsend stuff 
uh, what were some of your all's reactions to that news when it when it happened? Uh, so I, Blizzard, Jesus Christ, you just got sued by the state of California. You said, all right, you know what? We're going to do something good. We're going to put these two people in charge. We're going to take a woman and a guy, and we're going to promote them into the, the president role. And you know what? We're not going to pay them anymore. We're going to leave them under the same... They, what they wanted to do was that so in the gaming industry most people work under contract they they sign a contract for a certain length of time it's just sort of the way the gaming industry works um usually you're not you're employed by the company but it's but again you're under a contract for a certain amount of time they wanted them to remain under the same contract until the end of it right at the same compensation and then they said they would true it up afterwards and that's just wrong that's you don't promote somebody and then say oh by the way we're going to pay you the same thing we're going to give you more responsibility but you have to keep the same pay and by the way because you're a woman you get paid less it's just you just got sued for this shit. how do you do this how can you be that stupid it's there, really I, sad that's the thing that kills me is how can you be that stupid yeah so uh and this is coming from jenner neil what she says is when mike and i were placed on the same co-lead uh role we went to the role with our previous compensation which was not equivalent it remained that way for some time well after we made multiple rejected requests to change to change it to parody she wrote it remains unclear as to why Activision Blizzard rejected those requests. Uh, she continued, while the company informed me before I, I tendered my resignation that they were working on a new proposal, we were made equivalent offers only after I tended that resignation. Not good. Not good. Tim, what are your thoughts? Uh, so, the, like, the, well, the, the first thing I'll say is I, I don't, I don't know, know that, like, in all industry, if it is uncommon where sometimes people take promotions and they don't get a pay raise, like they, they get the promotion, but they keep their same salary. I've, I've seen that happen um, on yeah. more than a few occasions. I do think it's a bigger issue that you do that and you know that the two people that are moving into those positions equal work but you are not paying them equally yeah and so i think that's a problem i think it's an even bigger problem when you already know that you have a pr issue right yeah and yeah. the fact that nobody foresaw that this could become another pr nightmare or that they knew it could become a PR nightmare and they were just unconcerned. Which I think is really the bigger the bigger issue here is I don't think Blizzard is concerned that they are going to take a fiscal impact. Right. 
because of these issues. Yeah. Like you like do you all pay for your WoW month to month or do you pay a year in advance? Well, I canceled my shit, so I usually do uh, a month to month. Uh well, actually I, I take that back. I was doing 6 month I do mine six months because you would get like this little bonus thing. But after some of the crap that was happening, I was like, I'm switching right. this to month to month because if so, this doesn't get better. I'm the question really becomes, well, uh, and here's the thing. If, if you prepay a year, you prepay six months, they know like they have your money for six months to a year. Right. But I don't think that they have any real um, incentive to change the culture of their company until the people who continuously buy their games stop buying their games and stop paying their subscription services, right? Like, as long as they're going to sell, sell massive amounts of Call of Duty and massive amounts of WoW subscriptions and all of the other games that they have out there, they're not going to feel it. Um, and, and, and what I really wonder is whether or not they, and I don't know that they think this far ahead, but I wonder if they have the, um, the audience that's going to be willing to put the stuff down. Like I know, like you, you know, you've, you've definitely been fed up, but like, I just wonder whether or not their audience as a whole is yeah. really going to put the stuff down. Yeah, and, you know, like, uh, just to call back to one of the things that you had mentioned, uh, which is important, because, you know, like, people can... Um, uh, and I've, I've, I've done this, actually, myself, where I've moved into a role at work, and I've had uh, the same pay up until maybe, like, the start of the new year, and that was just because of compensation cycles and all that but but let me tell you that that is simply a design of their hr and payroll teams to make things easier from a tax perspective and from mm -hmm. a payroll budget perspective that mm -hmm. is it you can do that you can do off cycle payroll increases if you want to the the biggest thing that blows my mind around some of this what, what they did to her was like like you said, they they were already in a PR nightmare situation. If they wanted to do something, they could have. That's what kills me about it. Mm -hmm. Is that is that they they just were it's lazy. It's lazy and it's not taking care of your people and living up to your word. I, listen, I I don't think I don't think lazy is the word. It's disrespectful. Absolutely. It Absolutely. It's not lazy. I it's disrespectful. Think they, I think they just don't care. I think EA feels that they are too big. Hold on, hold on. EA? No, Activision. 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 No, we'll talk I, about EA here in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> a whole other All right. Think of the other thing. I think Activision feels they are just too big. They've got other IPs. They don't care. They just don't care. Yeah, I understand. It's sad and then well, yeah and then, is it gonna is it gonna hit them in the pocket right? I, well and, and the you other thing right but I, so i don't know what the breakdown is anymore but yeah. i don't think blizzard is the larger part of it their mobile game company makes so much so, more money so much money it, more so than, much more, more money than, than blizzard or 
or Activision could ever hope to make. They they own King, right? They're they're just that makes so much more money than anything else that they just don't care. Just Candy Crush, which was you know part of King, which is Activision mm-hmm. Blizzard King, made in twenty twenty made four hundred seventy three million dollars between January and September. Like that's a fuck ton of money. Um, and and the other thing to think about those mobile games are not costing them anywhere near exactly the same amount of money to develop. There's no servers running on the background. There's no, there's very little customer service that goes along with them. There's a little bit, but not a lot. It's not like running an MMO. I mean, they don't care. They They just don't care. And, and so, something that Obenga in, in chat said, and by the way, thank you for that very kind note earlier. That was very, very nice. Um, happy to have you here. Uh, it said, uh, they said, uh, anyone else notice the six month sub marketing go live after all this shit? I feel like, oh, hell yeah. I feel like that happens, right? Like, and it's sad. There's absolutely a reason that they started, that they gave away things this month for the six month subscription because again yeah. that's like low cost oh, absolutely low, you're just paying for the design cost of that thing yep. they're painting that over an existing model mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's very little overhead and then all but of a it might be enough to swing somebody who was gonna so turn it, it off it almost did meet you know for this past one but i said fuck it no like i'm not gonna do it Stand I, I, I have had my subscription since the day after it launched, I have not let it lapse ever. I am seriously considering not renewing it. Yeah, and if and for seriously. Diddy for Diddy to say that it's it's a yeah, and it's you know I, unless so I it unfortunately it just renewed <laughs> um, last month, but at the end of the six months, if things aren't better at Blizzard, I. I can't see myself renewing that subscription to yeah. WoW. And we should have had we should have had be Beck on for this, for this episode because I would be interested to know her opinion as a WoW player and also as a professional woman who, in her position, probably is t- still dealing with men who do the same job, getting paid who? more money. Um, your your wife Beck. Oh, oh, I can guarantee you that. I work there. I know. I, I know. I know a little I bit about that. I guarantee that, that you that there are absolutely people in the same position that get paid more just because they're male. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, kind of on, on this same note, the other piece that came out recently, which just kind of put the nail in the coffin for me, was that uh, Bobby Kotick uh, actually wrote that email <laughs> that Fran Townsend sent. Um, I don't. I don't know who's worse. I don't know whether. It's, I don't know whether it's worse that he wrote the email and sent it out under her name, or that she didn't say anything. Yes, <laughs> you know let that. Let him do it. That second point. No, by it's, the way, it's worse that he wrote it. It's worse that he wrote it. That that but, is a very intentional action. I agree. Oh no, no, absolutely. But but that point though, I think is still an important one because what people aren't realizing is that there's still another enabler on the other side of that who, yeah, who is stood up and, and, and didn't say anything. 
doubled down on it. Right. Afterwards. She just took it, but I get, you know, she's a freaking torture apologetic. What do you expect? So she she's so so essentially there's this email that went out to the Activision Blizzard King employee group and you know it came from Fran talking about how you know the this is the whole allegations about sexual abuse and and uh pay inequality and like some of this other stuff was a complete farce and that you know uh that they would be fighting it with you know legal help and all this other stuff and Fran Townsend wrote it, who's, you know, um, part of the executive team at, at Activision Blizzard. Um, and she was, uh, you know, pretty vocal about it on Twitter as well, to the point where she was getting so much backlash from employees that she just deleted her Twitter account after blocking a lot of their employees. People knew she was lying. Yeah. And, and she was then... Um, you know, and then it, it, after all that had happened, uh, Bobby Cody comes out and says, yeah, this is very tone deaf. We love our employees and, and we need to do better in this and that. When it turns out that he actually wrote the freaking thing. Not only that, he had been accused of. Of um, being part of the harassment. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. He was part of the problem. He is part of the problem at, at that company. Yeah. And yet they let him in charge. They they leave him at the head of the company. I it's... well, <sighs> the other the other piece to this is that now there's uh stockholders are calling for him to resign. And there are a lot of employees who are also pushing for it. There's a um there's something circulating the internet to petition for people to sign for him to be removed. So there's a lot of um, people that are vocal about their displeasure of his leadership. And now he's at a point where he's saying, no, um, I'm not going to, if, if I can't make positive change, uh, you know, then I'll leave. But he said that he wants to try to do what he can to make things better before he leaves. I think it's a, just i have zero trust zero yeah i have zero trust and zero faith and zero trust in that company yeah. now and and on top of all this now something that's worth mentioning is that the three big console players starting with sony and then microsoft and now most recently nintendo have recently been vocal about how kind of disgusted they are with the situation going on in Activision Blizzard. Phil Spencer from Xbox even talking about at one point, like, I don't know how we can even continue to do business with them. Like, it's it's getting to that level, right? So... Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah. You, you, you know, you know, that's, this is the way that you kind of can cut that off. But that take, this, this is going to take a lot of, uh, <laughs> you have to set, have a set of cojones for this. If if the if the if the if the companies in charge of the devices that are used to play your game bless you thank you no longer support your game or your or your company yeah then that's a level of pressure that i don't know that they can withstand it really if microsoft if phil spencer says that he has to say they have to say that not just for Xbox. They have to say it for PC, right? If you run Windows, that game's just not going to run. Right. Or we're not going to provide any support for it. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least Microsoft is big enough to do it. They, now you run the risk if Sony's not, not willing to say the same thing. But they are. That that they started it. They, oh, Sony did. Yeah. yeah. Sony, Sony put out their fir- like was the first person to put it out, and then Xbox followed it like a couple days later. So. That's the kind of thing that will put pressure from. I mean, pressure can come from one of two places, right? It either comes from your customer base, or it comes from your stockholders, right? Um, Both are pissed. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. A but the, the people, the people yeah. that can really affect change quickly are your stockholders because if they start dumping stock or you know you just get enough votes to say listen y'all do something or we putting people out like take a look here everybody who's watching live on twitch like look at look at the market so this is this is a one month kind of tracking let's look at the past six months just look at how everything has been plummeting over it comes the past through very months. blurry oh is at it? least for me it, it's so it's it started yeah, out it's, six it's months ugly. ago 96 dollars and 50 cents today 62 dollars and 20 cents a share it's not a good you place to be man you can't lose half your yeah yeah evaluation so I don't know, man. I, all I'm saying is, Blizzard, get your shit together. Until then, you're not having any of and my business. What kills me is, how is he still in charge? I don't know, man. I, that's well, that's be, no. Thing. I actually I do know why. It's because everybody on that on on the board there, they're like all buddy buddy, and they're not like they're not holding his feet to the fire. Like that's exactly yeah. the way the stuff. Works. Oh yeah. That's why it's got to be. The, it's gonna take. It's gonna take some activist stockholders. Yeah. Who are gonna go have to go in. Those are the people that can put the board's feet to the fire. Yep. Um, it's either that or it's going to take these companies coming and saying, nope, until until you uh, until you take care of this. Um, yep. We're uh, we're not going to support you. But and I'll just say this. I, I don't think it's enough. Like. Activision has their issues and they should be addressed, right? But I don't think we can sit here and look at this and be like, ah, this is just an issue that Activision has. Because no. it's not, right? And I'm sure if we went and looked at the salaries of Microsoft and Sony and you know other big companies, there's some of this. There may not be as much. It may be a little more controlled, right? Um, but there's a reason why companies don't want employees talking about salary, yep. right? Um, and there's a reason why when you look at like the government, they are very specific in particular about how they do salaries. Yeah. I actually had this conversation with a friend of mine um, not too long ago, uh, you know, as you know, she was negotiating a salary. And I said, you know, there are companies that are very specific and very hard. Um, hardline when it comes to like your entry salary, right? Because it's very easy to get caught when you bring in people at the same entry level position with the standard uh, expectation of of um, experience, and then your pay is all over the place, right? And your pay is going to mm-hmm. always be all over the place after that. It's very hard to to like enforce a merit based system when the starting salaries are are like super out of whack, right? Because, you know, if everybody's getting the same three percent at the every year, 
or what have you, like it's always going to be out of whack and it's hard to make it up without like some extremely outlandish high percentage in a race. Yep. But I think until companies really get to the point where sal starting salaries are a more clear cut and people are having honest discussions about what people are being paid. You're going to get some craziness. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. definitely craziness, especially in our, my industry in yeah. IT and software development. Oh my God. Where, where listen, patriarchy and boys club runs wild. Yep. Yeah, it does. Not just in yep. like IT software, but like government contracting in general. In general. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, um, oh, I personally ahead. believe that I personally believe that, uh, salary should be tied to your, your, um, your title period. End and performance. I believe the performance should get you a bonus. It should have nothing to do with your annual salary. Mm. If you perform salary, well, yeah. Yeah, I agree. you should get a bonus. Your annual salary like should be tied to your job, to your job title, period. Everybody with that job title gets the same exact amount of money. If you have enough experience, if you're more experienced than somebody, then you should have a different job title. Yeah, no matter where you work or what it, whatever it is. Yep. You do this, this is what you get. So there's no question. That's an interesting point. I think there's people, That's important people. my to, IT background. There's my. Yeah, there's important people who can uh, help flesh that out a little bit more, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a tough time, man. But, it, you know, anybody out there who wants to comment on what's going on here or our thoughts. You know why businesses hate us. bonuses? Why? Because it's, it's, it's hard to plan. It's hard to plan a budget yeah. when, when you, when you're paying folks bonuses. But that's why that's why you tie like commission is a good example of of something that works really well because your commission, how much you get, is based off of what you're bringing in. Yeah, Just, that and and that does work in some industries, but like yeah. my industry, that wouldn't work. Right. Like there's there's like no real way. I mean, you know that you can do bonuses, right? Um, but yeah, it, yeah, that yeah, it, it that it's tougher in in some industries uh, than in others. But yeah, I, I mean, I get what Don is saying. Like, there needs to be some some level of standardization. Yeah, yeah. At least until it's unless if you're not going to do that standardization, you have to be very mindful as a company what you are doing with pay because. You will find yourself in these situations, and it's hard to explain them away. Yes, you do. Yep. Yep. Joystickamouse at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know. Uh, let's talk about Netflix. Tim, what you got? Netflix. The Netflix game service went live, and as expected, it was meh at best. Well, listen. We keep having this same conversation. Every time somebody decides they want to get into the streaming business, got to make it good. They want a piece of the pie. Got to be well, good. You got to make it good. And it was not good. You need to have the back end for it. Well, the like, problem with Netflix is it's Android only. Yes, I know there are more Android phones than there are iOS phones, but it, it's it's a huge know, part of like the puzzle. I don't even understand though why it had to be Android only. Like what? 
what is question. it about I, their their platform I don't, that all yeah you didn't you know what i don't know what the technical reason was that they could not do it on ios i haven't seen a specific uh, technical reason. was it like a subscription was it like it a subscription issue where they didn't want to pay yeah it has to be money monetarily <sighs> that, based that's really yeah. the only thing because it's Here, so can, easy to develop can i can i go can i go to something else real quick yeah. just a small Certainly. tangent right instead of all of this legal arguing these companies are doing right you want to move the needle with apple stop trying to get on their platform put out a great product make it android only and eventually apple will see that it's affecting their bottom line and then they have an incentive to negotiate yeah I don't they know don't that know. you're going to win mean, the legal battle. I don't. Yeah. But the if you make it worth their world. while, <laughs> the so largest what? video game in the world did it, and they still don't want to play ball. Now, well, see, but here's the thing, right? They did it wrong. Well, they did it wrong. I they agree. They did with it you. wrong. If they had said, "Okay, we're just going to pull the game out of iOS, and we'll deal with Android only," they lost their leverage because they because they broke the agreement first, and now it's just going to be a war of pettiness. Right, like now yeah. they've just decided, nah, we're 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 not. But if they had just said, you know what, all right, we're gonna take our ball and go home, and we're gonna go over here, what may have happened would be Apple might have been willing to cut them a side deal, mm -hmm. and say, listen, you all bring in enough revenue that we may be willing to move the needle, one way or the other. Apple did that with Costco. Oh really? I didn't know that. If you if you remember for a few years, there were no Apple products sold in Costco because Apple was unwilling to budge on their on the price. Uh, on the prices. Yeah, yeah the display prices, yeah. their margins. And after a while, and Costco just said, Hey, listen, we sell enough products. You know, this is what we do for our, our members. It is what it is. They got a huge Apple section again now. Yep. Everything. Yep. They sell it all. Yeah, I didn't realize that they did that. So, sometimes you can though. get sometimes you can get folks to blink, but you gotta play the game right. And you have to show that you're willing to walk away. Epic wasn't really willing to walk away. They're trying to litigate their way back in on their own terms. Right. Yeah. This whole thing with uh with Netflix though, I don't know. I mean, hey, if it <laughs> I, I think that that in general, like Netflix has the right infrastructure from a, an entertainment perspective for something like this to be successful. But yeah, like, I don't know. I, it, it, everything just feels kind of lackluster. Yeah. So you have the games. You have games. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's you know what? Sucks, I like think it. where Netflix should have put their money was in like a more interactive watching I agree, so, dude. That that uh, like, yeah, I think that would have been a great idea. Give me an easy way to have a viewing session with my friends. That and give like, me like a choose yeah. your own adventure. What was series the one that like they, they did, did with the uh, watch? Black, uh, Black Mirror. Black. Yeah. Give me give me more was of it? that. But it was called something specific. It was a Black Mirror thing. Thunderbatch. Uh, Thunderbatch. Uh, Cumberbatch. Some, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Kings of the North. I don't fucking remember. Um, I don't remember something like that. Game of Thrones. 
No. No. But uh, anything that is like a choose your own adventure thing, I think would would rock on that and have a watch party where everybody can kind of put in their votes and like yeah. make it go a certain way. Mm-hmm. That'd be rad. But instead, they lined up games that the games or work were... a deal with Telltale. Right. A Telltale game would work perfectly with Netflix. Bandersnatch. Like Bandersnatch. Right. Thank you. Right. Bandersnatch. Yeah. Sam, Sam. Thank you, Sam. That sounds inappropriate. Bandersnatch. Fellas. I don't. I don't know. But Bandersnatch. the games that they the games they included were Stranger Things 1984, Stranger Things 3, Shooting Hoops, Card Blast, and Teeter Up. Nothing that is like. I mean, the Stranger Things no. uh, name is great, but everybody says it was all a bit lackluster. So. Yeah. It was a bit lackluster. <laughs> yeah. Know, it was, wasn't good. Yeah. So, so that's kind of sad. Uh, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, cause this is, this was just a test and they're looking to kind of continue to, to, to do more with this. So as they, as they continue to grow this capability within their product, we will be keeping an eye on it. But in the meantime, Diddy, let's talk about NFTs. All right. Okay. Hang on. Let me get my best Rod Serling voice here. Okay. Okay. To unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. Dimension of sight. Dimension of NFTs and blockchain. <laughs> a dimension that the CEO of EA has no clue how we are going to get there. Why are we not surprised? So what does NFT and blockchain mean for you, a gamer? And actually, after I wrote this, I thought about it more. And I said, actually, what does that have to do with you, the creator mm-hmm. it's more about that right so if i'm a creator and i create some something for a game like take animal crossing i create an outfit and everybody loves this outfit right and they all want it and i get to charge everybody three dollars for it right and everybody that buys it in game it costs three dollars but they get to buy it in the game and that's an nft that's what it's all about that's why it's so big and for people like us that are creators and 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 we live in this world this is the holy grail this is this is how we we get to that point blockchain is just a way of keeping track of it but nft is is where it's at yep I mean, this is the way everything's going right now. I mean, I know it's a super controversial topic, right? Like, I know some people are like, NFTs are the worst, and it's just bad for business. And then other people are seeing the tremendous opportunity it does to cr- give creators and, and other people, um, you know, the, the money and, and and other means to to get their art out there and some other ways to kind of make their art and and the actual creation itself a little bit more sticky in the digital universe this whole topic of the metaverse comes up and we we covered that on i think it was the last episode that we did i'm trying to remember but we Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity here i think um so you you know I, i think that ea's response to this is certainly like they they don't quite know how all this is going to play a role uh because yeah it's still it's still early right there's also the talk about you know play to earn games and you know like the actual blockchain itself how is how how are people going to be you know actually like be able to make money off of this through you know like 
the transactions through Ethereum and some other pieces like that. That sort of thing is, is I feel like, getting figured out more and more as the day goes on. As the days go on, excuse me. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like EA's got to... Also, I feel like this is, like, right up their alley. They always like to nickel and dime people. So, opportunities to sell shit in their games to get people to buy it. And then they make money off of these digital assets. And they have people, you know, that can that can create these NFTs and... and you know, sell them through their games. Like, I don't know. It feels like a total EA thing to want, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and I think we can, you can definitely separate NFT and cryptocurrency or the, what you use to purchase them with. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause NFTs are, Okay, so let's, for example, let's take Overwatch. Overwatch has these skins, right? People clamor for these. People spend fortunes on the stupid boxes to get these skins. But I know that I've seen artists that come up with skins that are 10 times better yeah. than the ones that are in game now. Let right. them sell them. Yeah. Let them sell them. And Put up a shop in game. Here, go buy you know my skins and and pay me for them and said sure you can have your cut fine no problem um you take your cut i get mine and everybody's happy i mean i i see this as a win for everybody the the and and bill our, our dear friend run jump stop in chat uh says that it's bad for the environment as well and that's something that this article talks about we're going to have this in the show notes the big thing, there's there's a big criticism around cryptocurrency, Bitcoin mining, NFTs because of the 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 terrible environmental damage that can do through carbon dioxide emissions, uh, which damages the Earth's atmosphere. Right. Um, the the big thing that is is being worked on right now, and and I don't know a lot of this stuff firsthand because i kind of hear it secondhand just keeping in touch with you know like what's going on in the industry but maybe something that is worth looking a little bit more into is some of this more like sustainable um eco-friendly nft or uh you know like uh the these cryptocurrencies like ethereum is is being considered a more sustainable eco-friendly um cryptocurrency and i think that that's a you know, a good example of something other than Bitcoin that that can be um, leveraged at a much more efficient rate and, and processing, you know, taking care of the processing aspect of it all, like a lot more efficiently and effectively than something like Bitcoin. That sort of stuff is the future. And as the years go on, you know, I, I, I think about it a lot like cars, when cars were first around in like trains and locomotives, like it was all the shit that they were pumping out of them, like to, to be able to like do stuff. Right. The, the, to be able to like, look at us where we are now, like vehicles are running on electricity, like clean electricity. We have hybrid vehicles that were developed, you know, 10 years or so, 20, I don't know. It's been a while now. Um, but these things will evolve. And I think that, yeah, it's good to be critical of where things are today, 
Um, but let's also think about like, where does this, where is this looking at? Like where, where is this going to go? So there's, there's goodness on the, on the Isn't horizon. Isn't that the whole something. problem with people in the environment? Nobody wants to think about. Yeah. They just want to complain about it. But you have these well, people I mean, but that are also building people who aren't concerned about like the damage done past what they'll realize in their lifetime. Yeah. True. Yeah. True that. I, I think so. You mentioned electric cars. This is this is one of my things. I think we will look back twenty years from now and say, "Oh my God, what the hell were we thinking? That we were going to run cars off of batteries?" Yeah, and, and where did the batteries go? Yeah, I mean, listen, we, I would we love are to, have going to look car. back on this the same way we do it on nuclear energy right now. We're going to look back on this and say, "Oh my God, what were we thinking? This is yeah. the stupidest thing we've ever come up with." I I, I think that it's the right spirit. It's the right spirit, but we gotta we gotta think through these things a bit. But, yeah, yeah, you gotta think uh, invest of invest uh, in fuel cell. <laughs> Just invest in fuel cell technology. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, uh, let's end Anyways. the news segment on. Uh, we are going. Let's save that because let's save this because this is a big topic. This is a big topic. You want to just talk about it next week? Yeah, we're yeah, getting we'll we're getting late into the week. show anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, have... stay tuned because we're going to talk about uh, this is going to happen next week. We're going to talk about the video games that are like stuck in development hell right now that we were like, oh, my God, you remember those? Uh, and there's this is a good list. So stay tuned. Yeah, I agree, because we, we need to talk about full stream ahead and talk about a video game. So so yeah. uh, Diddy, hold on. Wait, they say no, not that one. Hold on. That one. And they also a that man. one, because why not? Uh, Diddy, you have uh, well, that sound means one thing a full stream ahead article, right? What you got? It is so, as as a very proud owner of a brand new Halo anniversary edition Xbox, this this article was near and dear to my heart. Uh, um, uh, God, the per people that did Halo, shit, dude, Bungie. Or Bungie three, three, four, three, three, four, three. Yeah, Bungie and 343 are working, Microsoft are working with um, TV manufacturers to be able to let you play games on your TV, to have the software built in to I let you this. do cloud game, cloud gaming on your PC. Or I mean, I'm sorry, on your TV. No external box, no nothing just the tv this is the greatest thing ever <laughs> i can't wait until they get this and get it right because if you could just fire up your tv and sit down with the controller and play halo no other box no other thing it's the future dude just it, it, the TV. this is it this is what we're talking I about hope, so i, ho I it hope used that to be you had to have a, another box to stream something right now your tv works it does it uh, we've got two of these tcl tvs in the house that there's nothing else connected to them dude yeah it's you just that's the tv it's a smart tv and it's an app right like run that shit yeah it this is fantastic um yeah i i know that geforce now and stadia are talking about this on the tvs um but i i this is the first time i've heard of somebody actually talking to the tv manufacturers and running a test and seeing it work and that's really cool so speak so speaking of halo did you guys see the the little trailer for the show coming out on is it paramount that it's coming out on yeah looks rad 
Yeah, it does. I, I love oh, a live I action. Another streaming Halo. service. Oh, come on, guys. I love me a live action Halo. I think it's great. Yeah, and, and Red Jump Stop, Halo is great. Loving. We played that oh, instead of uh, doing a show last week. It was great. God, I'm so bad. He's, Diddy's really bad. But you I know am what? really bad. With, with that terribleness, it was fun, wasn't it? It was oh, fun. God, it was a blast. We had a community <laughs> there. Everybody was playing. We were playing big maps. We had like eight or ten people uh, together. It was so good. So I was they finding just gotta, all kinds of new ways to die. It was great. They just got to figure out like their comms <laughs> issues. There was some some comms issues. Um, we, we played a charity stream on Thursday as well. It just got to figure that out. Just got to figure that out. It, it'll get fixed. Um, but this, you know, so we thought that I we kept saying that that you know that the next console would just be a, a smart you know terminal, a, th a thin but client. Actually, I think this is it. Yeah, I it's agree. It's going to be built into the TVs, uh, just like the way the streaming services are now. Agree. Uh, this is it's going to be built into the TVs. We'll never, we won't see an external box anymore. Let's do it. Let's fucking do I it. Think, All for I it. think they need to figure out a way to get it into TVs that people already have, smart TVs that exist. Oh, agreed. Because it I think if be... you roll this out and expect people to go out and buy brand new TVs. Um, yeah, and like Samsung, this TV right back here is a Samsung Q80T, um, like their second from the highest end, you know, uh, smart TV, right? So it's, but their UI, no matter what model of Samsung you have, you get the same Samsung UI and you can visit like, it's almost like an app store, I think. It's been a while since mm -hmm. I've tried to use it, but. Yeah, Sony is the same way. Yeah, it's the same thing with like an Apple TV. Imagine running that that app on your apple tv that'd be so cool here's the nice thing about sony the sony tvs their interface is identical to the playstation yeah it looks exactly the same yep the only issue is that not everyone can get internet needed for streaming games yeah i know but like it's gonna that's gonna be a non-issue again See, i think it, that's a technology in, that's gonna get better in too. five years I bet you in rural parts of the U.S., especially after COVID, where everybody has seen we need to have infrastructure built. It's more it's less of a of like a nice to have and more of a like needed um, thing to have Internet. It's it's a no brainer to invest in in fiber. And, yep. you know, that that's sort of like what's that service that um, Elon Musk is trying to do with satellites? Oh, uh, Starlink. 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 That's a great game. Uh, Starlink, that... I think, will be quicker than digging a bunch of fiber optic into middle America. Oh, yeah. oh wireless oh, is the way. Wireless, wireless is yeah. going to be the uh, 5G whenever that gets prevalent. But we talked about this earlier. It's easy. It's easy to put up a cell tower. It's easy to put up a tower. Yeah. It's hard to run fiber at everybody's house. Yep. True. True. See, Bill says, uh, just saying we may see one more gen of boxes. Bill, I will buy you a beer. I don't know if you drink, actually. I think you, I, th I thought, I think you do. I will buy you a drink, whether it's a Coca Cola or a beer, if they come out with a new generation. I'm not saying like an Xbox Series X2 or something like that. I'm saying an Xbox, uh, uh, freaking, uh, world changer. So let's just say that's the name of it. I will buy you a beer. And if not, you, if they come out with thin clients next, you buy me a beer. 
I'm that'll be I, a fun. That'll be a fun way for us to meet up at Dragon Con one of these years. I think I'm starting to waffle on this a little bit. I think there will always be a market for the person that wants to have a high powered hardware on premise. I, you but know, I, I, but I don't think it will be the norm. I agree anymore. with you, but I don't think that manufacturers like Microsoft and Sony, maybe one of these days, Sony, uh, will, will see that. And I don't think, think it'll like be the that, norm. That's not going to be their focus. I think that their, right. their focus is going to be let's get people to the cloud ASAP because that is subscription revenue, which increases easy, our, our right? valuation for our company. It, it's it's easier and it's cheaper for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're not losing money on the consoles, but I still think exactly. they will have high-powered consoles. It just won't be the the normal thing. Yeah, the normal thing will be to play it in the cloud. But, but until until everybody can at least get a gigabit up and down, at least in their house, something like this can't be the norm. It can't. Like you can't. You need a gigabit though. Dude, yeah, with how many other devices are on the network and the bandwidth and, and everything else. I mean, Diddy was doing it without being on a gigabit for a long time. Yeah, but he was... Diddy, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were struggling a little bit, weren't you? Uh, Stadia did not work well. well uh, what were you at with when you first got Stadia? 100. 100 yeah, more. I mean, I think people, if you get 500... But I'm talking I about... That's enough. I'm talking... Yeah, okay, maybe, but, you know, like, they're doing like a 250 up and a hundred down or, or something or, or the other way around or something like yeah, and then I mean, it jumps up to like a gigabit. You know what I mean? So I, I guess my point is like, I think you got to be careful with saying people need a gig because a gig that's also going to come with a level of, of, of monetary responsibility from the user, right? You know, the price difference between a gig and I want to say, like, maybe maybe Files' next tier is, like, 400 or something like that. Four or 500. I don't think there's, like, a 650, 750. Mm -hmm. I th yeah, so. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm surprised if there's the cost, a 400. I, I thought they only went up to 250. I think it's 250. I mean, yeah. The cost, I mean, that cost is, there's a big difference. I think, the, I think they're going to have to find a sweet spot for people who really may not need, you know, if you're, if you're a single guy living in an apartment and one TV, you probably aren't streaming Netflix and gaming at the same time. Like you don't need a gig. Like I, I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe if we start streaming 8k, yeah, games, maybe I'm, but... I'm thinking about it for my, for myself, right? Like, cause Deanna's upstairs Wait. streaming something right now. Uh, the kids might be watching a movie or something. And then I'm sitting here down, down here streaming up to, you know, twitch and youtube and other places and and then i'm also you know do, just like doing everything that i do content creation wise it like and maybe i'm the overkill example but you know like like run jump stomp uh said that uh what was it game uh, geforce now and stadia only requires 35 down i think that's that's not aggressive enough i feel like if you truly want to have 1080p 4k gaming like the quality of gaming that you get live like you're going to need more bandwidth and that also includes compensating for whatever might be happening internally maybe it is like more more like 250 megs or something 
I so just right think that now, that's more what it no, is. No, I, I will say this. Since I got Gigabit, Stadia, uh, there were, all of them work really well. <laughs> it's, it's so, you know, getting the Gigabit service definitely helps. Mm -hmm. There's any doubt about that. Um, they all work really well. Right now, um, they are offering 200, 400, and Gigabit. Oh, they are offering a 400. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know they yeah. had a 400. Yeah, and there's I, a twenty-five dollars um, difference between four hundred and gigabit. Yeah, it's like you might as well just do gigabit. Yeah, why bother? But I don't know that twenty-five. I mean, twenty-five dollars is. Yeah, it depends on where that, you're at. I yeah, get it, I get it. I get it. For yeah, me, it's, yes, I agree. To a lot of people, twenty-five dollars is a lot of freaking money. I get it. No, I do. I respect that. But but I but but here's here's my underlying point of all that. It goes right back to like, all this shit's gonna be more readily available as we look five years down the line like true i didn't even have like an option to five go to years ago uh, like five years like, ago could you think about having a gigabit of internet oh my gosh no like that was an incredible I mean, upgrade that's... when we moved into this house what was it three uh three years ago little three and a half years ago and they were like you want a gigabit and i was like wait what like really i can get a gigabit in this house this is great and i took it uh, they didn't even have the 400 meg option in fact like it was like 250 megs or for like ten dollars a month more or something you can get gigabit i was like yeah okay <laughs> there's my answer yeah <laughs> been run jump stop my dad still oh, has dial up dude that's brutal <laughs> yes i know i there's know some people like that i, I get it i know pe people still using oh. dsl i do too does does he yeah. have dial up because he doesn't have other options or he just doesn't want to yeah i'd be change service I mean, some people are going to be just like happy with what they got. The internet isn't as yeah. important to some people as it is to us. This is the other thing that we have it to is. I mean, you know, the same reason, you know, like just like, you know, I've got the computer sitting there, you know, that's that's water cooled and right has the latest and greatest technology in it from a year ago that's right. obsolete now. So, um, you know, we're not the norm, <laughs> but uh, I uh, we uh. I did a check the other day. I had 63 devices on my network. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a lot of things between between cameras and and yeah and you know uh, a people and Google people and 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 uh, you know all the just all the, wow. the light bulbs and crap that's just everywhere in this house. <laughs> so. You know, that, it's, that it's, actually might be up there for me too because of all the stuff that we there's got. a lot of devices in this house and it's but it's great so you know we used to laugh at star trek you know you'd walk into a room and say lights on that's it's what we do not, that's what we do i walk into a room and say hey turn the lights turn the lights on in the living room yep i mean it's here yep it is we're we're there um, this is it for the news. If you want to email us, email joystick at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on everything that we talked about. Diddy, there's a game that you want to talk about. Is that something you still want to talk about today? I can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because it's going to be really quick. Okay. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were. Surprised. What's the game you're bringing today, Diddy? All right. So I wanted to try something completely new, something I've never played before. So... I downloaded Back for Blood off of Xbox uh, Game Pass and decided to try it. And it is one of the most god awful, horrid things I've ever. Oh, come on, really? 
You can't say that. It looks so fun. Awful. It was terrible. Everybody says it's so fun. Really? Okay, so the gameplay itself was okay. Nothing special. Run around, shoot the zombies. Great. The other stuff was just like, there was so much of it. It was like, I, I was just so lost so fast. I was like, oh my God, there are cards and there are upgrades and there is stuff. And I, I just had, I, I was just like, screw it. I need a freaking PhD to figure out how to upgrade my my person. So it the was, gameplay was fun. It's just more the mechanics of the progression system. Yeah, it was just, just so overwhelming. And, and maybe if I'd played Back for Blood, one, two, or three. Well, that, been that was left behind. And that, yeah, and whatever. This game, was, this game is, yeah. is made by the same people, or it's, you know, spiritual successor or whatever. Maybe if I'd have played one of the other games, I would have had a clue of what was going on. But, you know, I, as soon as I get through like the tutorial, then I'm, they're like throwing, which card do you want? And, you know, how do you upgrade? You know, do you want to upgrade this way or that way? And, and I'm like, how, tell me about them. And, you know which is which and what does what and it was just it was there's no context awful. to what you're actually no context to what i was actually looking at so is is back for blood the one where you have kind of the uh like the range room where you can try out all the firearms and such you can uh, try out the firearms so here's the funny thing about that i'm pretty sure will has that for oculus oh maybe and I thought that was really an interesting part of the game, like playing that in VR, because it's very realistic in like the way that it makes you handle the weapons. Oh, okay. And I thought I actually thought he bought a simulator, like a like a gun range simulator. He was like, no, nah, it's it's a zombie game, it's back for blood. And then we left that and we went and did zombies but i thought like i wondered how i would like that game on console versus vr because like the vr brings a whole different dynamic in the way that you play the game yeah because it's not like yeah, maybe. you don't get to reload with a button like you literally have to like make a motion there there was nothing nothing special about the gameplay i mean yeah basically shoot the zombies that was that was pretty much it you know there are 50 games out there like that um and the rest of it was just so complicated i was watching them do the little card thing if you're watching live right now on the video it's it would that's confusing that's a lot it's like overly complex and you know that's my problem with a game and i know there's gonna be a people that are upset about this but um dead uh De dead what is that game called hold on i have Death it here dead? in my in my uh steam dead library. Rising? no it is called dead um dead island no it, it, it gosh i could like see the portrait it's where you play as like the various um horror genre people and like other people are like playing as victims and you like you have to survive and escape and activate these motors and stuff dead by daylight dead by daylight is that it oh that is a game i don't know but it, that 
the progression system in that is so overwhelming. I don't want anything that 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 yeah. insane. It, it just it's too like, much. Let me see. So so I I just just ruffled Tim's feathers a little bit, but right. like like even Yeah, Dead Division, by Daylight, by the way. That was it. Dead by Daylight. Anyway, it, go ahead. The division is a little bit too much. It's like I can do this mod or I can do that mod and I got this and I got that and I can upgrade that and I can upgrade this and I don't know. It was okay, but you know, like you have to update the different, um, different outposts and they do different things. And it's, can I just have something simpler, <laughs> you know? And, and, but the great thing about the division is you can just go kill stuff. You can do, you, you don't have to deal with any of that if you don't want to. Well, you know, IGN gave this a great, an 8 out of 10, Diddy. What, what would you give this game? I would probably give this a, a 6 out of 10. Six I mean, it's, 10? A, right. it's a I mean, that's fun, not awful. I kind of want to try game. it. Maybe we'll do that not next, awful. next month. It's not awful. The gameplay is good. It's just the progression system is so overwhelming yeah. and didn't make a lot of sense at least at least if i go into the division and look at it it makes sense mm -hmm. but okay if i go and i upgrade my turrets that makes sense i can throw the turrets out and help with you know when i get overwhelmed great i can understand that for this made no sense so it's like mm -hmm. the hell does that do <laughs> so yeah well i, I mean I, you know i, I give I'm, it a sick I'm gonna try this game, and and Diddy, would you play it with me? And you two J Dimes, maybe we could do a charity night because I'm planning charity nights in December right now. I can't do anything we, Wednesday. That's my anniversary. Maybe we can. Well, wait, d in December. No, oh, I'm sorry. This this oh, no. Wednesday. This this Wednesday. This no, Wednesday. no, 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 no. We're gonna play. This Wednesday is my anniversary. Happy yeah. anniversary, Mrs. Diddy. This oh, is happy 14. anniversary, Mrs. Diddy. That's awesome. Happy anniversary. We'll we'll figure out some time in December when we get those, um, when we when we get those charity streams figured out, and and, and the three of us will get Will along too, okay, and, and we'll play that and maybe get some some. Yeah, this is an Xbox stuff. game. I I didn't yeah. buy it, so. Yeah, you can get it on on Game Pass. So, uh, the game was back for blood, gentlemen. That is going to be a show. Let's clap things out, chat. To everybody watching live over at twitch.tv slash alexalbisu, thanks for being here. Uh, you can watch all the video on demand over at youtube.com slash alexalbisu. All of our contact information is at joystick and mouse, including how to get a hold of us individually. But if you'd like to email the show, it's joystick and mouse at gmail.com. Uh, gentlemen, did I miss anything? Oh, if you want to be a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash joystick and mouse if you like what you hear here and you're like, wow, I, I want to support those guys and get some cool exclusive stuff at the same time. Patreon.com slash joystick and mouse. Uh, shop. Shop.joystickandmouse.com for t-shirts. Uh, that's it. That's done. All right, gentlemen, let's get out of here. Uh, let's say goodbye, Tim. Take it easy. Diddy. See you later, folks. And from me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. So long. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>